Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Inspired Love, Life, and Business Podcast. If you've ever felt guilty about feeling bad or being in a bad mood or not being positive, let's revisit that. Let's talk about why that is because there is no need to feel that way. We are humans. It's expected. And let's address why it happens, how to combat it, and what toxic positivity is if you don't know what it is already. And then I also have a wonderful reminder for you and for me at the end of this podcast to really dig deep into what your grand mission is in life and how to reconnect with all of that. So if you're new to this channel, if you're new to me, please remember to hit the subscribe button. I'd love to know what you think. And as a reminder, I'm here to inspire you and to encourage you to live your best life. So if any of this is something that is helpful to you, either now or tomorrow or anyone in your life, please listen on to the rest of the episode and share with a friend. Thank you so much. And I'll see you in just a moment. Life is full of surprises, excitement, joy, and struggles, but you don't have to do any of it alone. Welcome to the Inspired Love, Life, and Business Podcast. My name is Ninden, mama to almost three incredible children. I'm a major cheerleader and contributor to my tribe, and I'm a lover of all things positive, creative, and inspiring. I love the threes too, as you can imagine. Join me as I discover and share new and powerful ways to be inspired through stories of hope, courage, and love. We'll get to know some amazing people in my circle and have conversations with powerful dominating in their fields and specialties. And I can't promise that you're going to leave without shedding a tear or feeling so ready to start living the life of your dreams. All right, are you ready? Let's get inspired. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Inspired Love, Life and Business Podcast. Have you ever felt guilty for not being in a good mood or not feeling positive and not thinking bright, cheery thoughts? If you've ever felt that way, especially as a mom or an entrepreneur, I completely hear you. I've been there. I was there recently. And today we're going to talk about different ways to get out of that, what positivity actually is, what toxic positivity is, how to retrain your brain. And then I want to share a special message with you and with me because sometimes I need that same reminder and we're going to dive right in. If you are new to me and you've never been here before, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us this week. My name is Nindin and I help overwhelmed mommypreneurs to master their mindset and lift limitations around freedom in time, energy, and money to achieve confidence, clarity, and consistency in love, life, and business. I don't know about you, but for me, all of those things are so important and feeling like I'm living life to the fullest. So 
Let's talk about positivity. We are told that staying positive and being light and bright and shiny is exactly what it takes to live a good life. No matter what the situation, we need to stay positive, stay joyful. And the reality is, if you are being positive and suppressing how you feel, you're doing yourself an injustice. Not just you, but the people around you and everyone who is involved in your life in any way. And the reason why I want to talk about this is because I grew up always being a positive light. And that's how everyone knew me. What people did not know was behind the scenes when I got home, I questioned myself. I questioned my feelings, my emotions, my self-worth. And I was constantly thinking about how, how fat I was, how much I actually meant to everyone around me, how much I could actually be of value in this world, how much knowledge I actually knew, if I was actually as smart as people thought. And the truth was, I put so much value in what everyone around me thought that it was just so easy to stay positive and just light and bright and cheery and never address any of the problems that were lingering in my headspace that carried me throughout my entire body and showed in the way that I ate, the way that I carried myself, the way that I presented myself to the world. And with this knowledge as an adult, I, it's so easy to look back and say, those are the foundations that you grew up on. So now when you acknowledge those things, it's easy to forgive yourself. It's easy to say it's okay. We are all learning, we're healing, and we're growing. But back then, I didn't know that. So I spent a lot of time beating myself up for things that I didn't understand. So positivity, though it is a really good thing in many situations, if you're using it to hide how you truly feel, for a lot of us, myself very much included as an Enneagram 7, I aim to please people, to make people happy. Because for me, when the people around me are happy, it makes it so much easier for me to be happy and sit in my joy. And it's easier for me to avoid situations and conflicts than it is to address them and to make other people feel bad. What I've learned over the years, though, is as I continue to suppress my feelings, if I continue to avoid conflict, then I am not sharing my true thoughts and the things that I don't like, the things that I'm suppressing in my own desires will continue to come up over and over and over again. The more that I avoid it, the harder it gets when it finally comes face to face with me. So if we don't choose to address the things that we're not comfortable about, the things that we don't feel good about, if we don't have the communication around it and the exploration, then we get to a point where it's going to blow up and force us to face it. And I don't know about you, but for me as a mom, I'd much rather address a situation with my child right when it happens than for them to continue to do it over and over and over and then possibly do it in public or with their teachers, their peers. I'd rather address it with them the first time so they have the opportunity to correct it and not do it again. And if we're giving our children that luxury, if we're giving our clients that luxury 
then we should give ourselves that luxury, right? We deserve to be able to live in a space that makes us thrive, allows us to thrive, and lets the people around us know how to best provide a space that that helps us to be happy and to bring joy because that's what they're expecting from us. Our children are expecting that. Our spouses are, again, our clients, our customers, they want that joyful experience. And in order to do that, if there is ever a conflict, if there is something that is pressing or that doesn't work for you or for them, the best thing to do is to address it. That means address it, take care of it, and let go. Let go and trust that everything's going to be okay from there on out. And don't worry about it until it happens again, if it happens again. If you address it properly, if everyone is in a mutual state once the discussion is over, then there is not a single reason why you should continue to worry about it. Positivity works well when every situation is addressed, when every emotion is being honored, when we recognize that we have anger, when we recognize that we are unfulfilled, when we recognize that there is an internal struggle in some way, whether big or small, it should be addressed. If it's something that you need to address personally, quietly and peacefully, then do so. Take the time to meditate, journal it, do what you need to do to let it out and express the feelings that you need to express. And then you can go back to being positive about where things are going. And you can know that it was something that you've actually thought out, that you've thought through, and you know how to handle it the next time it comes up. Again, whether it's with yourself or with a client, with a child, with a spouse, it's important that it gets addressed, gets addressed and not suppressed. Let's make that a thing. Address it instead of suppressing it, right? Because if we don't, it brings me to our next point, which is the toxic positivity. That toxic positivity means that you're positive about everything, no matter what. And I say this with the biggest and open heart. There are people who say, I'm just going to let it go and it'll fix itself. Everything's going to be okay because I'm a good person. I'm living a good life. It's going to be all right. And well, yes, I fully believe everything is going to be all right eventually. You know, that's life. It's how we react to things. But if we just pretend that everything's going to be okay without taking the time to figure out why bad things or this situation happened in the first place that's making us uncomfortable or stopping us from growing or causing conflict within our relationships, then it's going to get worse every time. And it has that ability to explode in our faces. And that is not what we want. So in order to avoid toxic positivity, this person who's just saying and telling everyone, oh, it's going to be okay. You're attracting all the right things. You're living a good life. You're a great person. It's fine. Just sweep it under the rug. They might not say sweep it under the rug, but that's what you're doing. When you don't feel right about something that's happening, when you don't feel good about something and you don't actually take a peek into what's behind it all, you're allowing it to fester. You're allowing it to grow and to one day explode and you're forced to face it. And to bring that point to light, there is someone that I had been following for a really long time and I will not say her name, but she was going through a 
potential divorce. She was a relationship coach and she's a lifestyle expert and guru and people look up to her. And at the end of the day, she's doing a lot more positive than she is than she is causing problems, to be honest with you. I still think she's helped so many people and she's brilliant and she's really great. And she has the tenacity and the the empowerment to keep going, which is very important. You know, th- life is going to set you back. But to bring us back to the point, She had a situation, a few situations, as we all do. If we're going to be sharing ourselves, if we're sharing our stories, there will be times when the dark comes to light and people will see the other side of our lives. And that's just something we have to face. So she was a relationship expert and she encourages all women of faith to uh, work on their marriages and they she and her husband that was what they did they taught people to be in happy and prosperous relationships well it turned out they got a divorce and during all of this time everyone really loved her and supported her and took advice from her on how to have a successful marriage but once the divorce was announced they felt duped they felt and a lot of people used the word toxic positivity towards the way that she shared her life and how she promoted herself on social media and everything that she taught here's the thing that's why it's so important to address the struggles. That's why it is important to talk about the battles because not a single one of us is perfect. Nobody expects for anyone else to be perfect. And honestly, if you do expect for me or for yourself or for anyone else to be perfect, this is not the place for you. And so let's just cut it out right there. If you expect for perfection to come out of you or of me, this isn't the space for you. And I'm just going to be honest because I do struggle. The reason why I'm doing this podcast episode is because I most of the time I follow my intuition. I don't plan things out so far ahead that I just have subjects ready. I go with what feels right with my heart at the time. And right now, this is what feels right. It feels right because I did go through days of just internal struggle with how do I continue to show up? How do I continue to promote the things that I fully believe in if I don't feel perfectly positive? And I there there are core things that I know. I know that you ha- there are things that we need to address. Things are not always going to be perfect. Being positive doesn't mean feeling like life is always perfect or that everything is perfect. Being positive means you shine light wherever you can. Being positive means that you know when there is something going right, what you can be grateful for and all of those things and coming back to positivity after there is a struggle. Coming back to positivity after something, a life event happens that can really bring you down. Positivity is being the ability to come back to being positive. So with this, this guru lifestyle expert, she, her audience felt duped because all she radiated was positivity and light. And she didn't share the struggles that she had gone through during this span in which her husband and and herself, they were struggling and then ultimately getting that divorce. So I want to share with you some signs of toxic positivity. And this is from the psychology group. So you can look it up yourself, but there are seven signs that they share. One of them is hiding or masking your true feelings. So like I said, if you hide or mask your true feelings and you don't address them, they're going to keep coming up. They're going to keep festering and it only gets worse. 
Two, trying to just get on with it by stuffing or disguising your emotions. So something happens between you and your spouse, something happens between you and your coworker. And instead of talking it out at the right moment, you just say, oh, it's going to be fine. I'm just going to forget about it because I want to have a good day. That would be trying to hide or stuff your feelings. Three, feeling guilty for feeling what you feel. Oh, so I addressed that question in the beginning of this podcast, right? Do you ever feel guilty for not being positive or being in a good mood? Don't feel guilty. It is a part of who you are. It is a feeling that you are feeling and that's true and that's real. So let it happen and then find a way to bring yourself back to who you truly are. But if it's an emotion that you need to sit with, if it's something that you need to figure out, okay, why am I in this headspace? Why am I feeling this way? Is it due to this situation that I have with a client? Is it due to where my uh, child is going to school, how they are progressing in school? Is it due to this conflict I had with my spouse? Whatever it is, once you realize and identify it, then that, that sinking feeling in your gut, that heavy feeling in your belly is lifted. You recognize what it is. Okay, so how am I going to take care of this situation? When am I going to talk to them? How are we going to get rid of this so that I can clear my head and get back to being joyful, right? But it's addressing those things. So four, minimizing other people's experience with feel-good quotes or statements. Okay, this is so important because I know if you're listening to me, you want to and you desire to and you are a really good friend and you are here to inspire other people to live their best lives as well as yourself. So when a friend reaches out to you, when a client reaches out to you, your child, your spouse, and they talk to you about their feelings and they share their struggles, it is the time to listen. It's the time to give your input if it's requested of you, but it's not the time to drop some positive quotes and say, oh, everything's going to be fine. Life is good. It's going to be okay. Yes. It will be okay. Absolutely. But when you're hurting and you're going through something really significant to you, that's not what you want to hear from somebody else. You don't want them to just suppress how you feel by saying everything's going to be fine and drop in a positive quote here and there because that's not recognizing how you feel. That's not addressing how they feel. And that's not empathizing with where they are. And as a good friend, as a confidant, as someone who is here to help encourage, inspire, and empower, you lend an ear and then you empathize and you do what you can to show them that you're there for them whenever they need you. And you can ask what it is that they need, what they, how you can help, right? A lot of times you just being there listening is exactly what they need. Bringing in your positive light, though a very good thing, is not always the answer. So number five, trying to give someone perspective instead of validating, instead of validating their emotional experience. It just goes right back to listening and letting them share their emotions and their feelings. And for me, what I visit a lot and I get told, you know, if you if someone really cares about you, they're going to share their advice. They're going to share their feelings. For me, sometimes I just want to let it out. I just want to vent. I want to just share with you what happened that has made me feel a certain way. I'm not looking for validation. I'm not looking for advice. I'm not looking really for anything but for someone to listen. And so if that's the case, I don't need your positive spin or your perspective on it. I just want that friend there to share in my emotion. If you can just sit there and say, wow, I... 
I can imagine how you feel. I understand your frustration. That means so much more than everything's going to be okay. Like, you know, look on the positive side and this and that. Yes, there is a positive side. I'm aware of that. I'm an adult. I'm just like you in that we are, we are intelligent human beings. We understand and have gone through some similar things and some great growth paths. So yes, I understand everything's going to be fine, but I'm sharing with you in this moment because right now I'm hurting, right? Okay. So number six, shaming or chastising others for expression, expressing frustration or anything other than positivity. I have done this myself. I have absolutely done this myself. And it comes with acknowledging the fact that nobody is perfect, reminding yourself that yes, positivity is great, but we are still humans and we have other emotions. We have other feelings and we will always have those moments that make us feel frustrated, that brings in anger, that brings in sadness. And if we choose to highlight that, it makes us human. It makes us real and authentic, not a negative Nancy. So to avoid toxic positivity, let people share in their struggles. Let At the end of the day, don't be judgmental. We all go through it and we're all not going to be positive. Some people will choose to always be positive on social media and that's great, but we know that there are things that happen, not in the limelight, not in the public right? And if they choose not to talk about it, that's awesome. But if they do choose to share it, let them do so. If you don't like it, unfollow them, unfriend them, whatever it is that you need to do, but you definitely don't have to give your input about how they're not being positive, right? Okay. So the last thing is brushing off feelings that are bothering you with, it is what it is. I feel like some of these are a little repetitive and I think that you you might think that same thing, but those are really great reminders as to what toxic positivity is. If something bothers you, if you don't feel good about something, it's okay to address it. It's okay to talk about it. It's okay to communicate about it because once you do, you know where you stand. Other people know where you stand and you can have a much more open communication about anything coming up in the future. It leaves room for connection and it leaves room for trust. And you build and grow upon that trust when you understand the person better. Because being friends, building relationships does not mean we all connect on the same things. It doesn't mean we all agree on the same things. But when we know and understand how the other person feels positive or negative about something, we know how to get into that conversation or to avoid that conversation because it's not something that this person loves or wants to talk about or something that you want love or want to talk about and that other person knows and they respect that. So those are the signs of toxic positivity. And if you realize or recognize that someone is doing that or that you're doing that to somebody else or yourself, let's stop and ask ourselves, is this where we want to go? Is this what we want to suppress? Do we want to not address these things or can we talk about them now so that we can avoid them in the future? So here's the good news is we can absolutely retrain our brains. We can work on ourselves to be able to think differently and recognize when toxic positivity may be happening, when we're suppressing our feelings so that we can feel better in the moment, but not actually take care of whatever is going on that's hurting our hearts or that is causing a problem, a strain in our relationship with our families, our clients, whatever that looks like. So being in the moment, staying in the space of where you are and just recognizing this doesn't feel good. This is giving me a sinking feeling in my body. Sometimes it's recognizing in your body what it feels like first before you can think through the words. 
and before you can think through the thoughts. But when you recognize how it makes you feel physically, that's a good time to stop and say, oh, this doesn't feel good. So what is this? And when you realize what it feels like, you can stop and, and work through whatever it is that made you to feel that way. So if you have a moment, you can sit down and journal about it, right? Today, I felt this way when this happened. And if you don't quite know how to address it or what the exact situation is, you can write down what it is and how you felt and revisit it later and understand from a clearer perspective when you're no longer feeling that pit in your stomach or that deep, dark feeling or that struggle. The other thing is meditating, just sitting down and giving yourself some peace and quiet to really reflect on, hmm, that felt weird or that didn't feel good. The vibrations through my body didn't bring joy. It was more of a discomfort. It was more of a sadness. It was more of a tight anger. And when we give ourselves the time to feel that and the time and the emptiness to just sit within that, we can release it temporarily until we can come back and feel and see what it is that it truly was. Again, we don't ever want to put it off and never revisit it. But if we're able to sit with it and journal about it, it's very helpful because we can look back and see, oh, I see a pattern. It's when I'm doing the dishes that I feel this way because I don't like doing the dishes or I get stressed out when I have to do the laundry or I get so uncomfortable prepping for sales calls. Whatever it is, if you give it the time and the space and you stop and give it a moment and really recognize it. It helps you to get out of the struggle. If you're talking to someone and they're putting down the way that you feel, if you're sharing that this hurts your feelings, if you're sharing that you don't feel good when this person gives you a really tight deadline and your boundaries are 24 hours. If you just say, oh, you know what? It's fine. I love this client. And usually they're really good about it, but it's, it's okay. It is what it is, whatever. If that's the case, how many times has this happened? When are you going to have that conversation? When are you going to set and tighten those boundaries so that you can be in your happiness, in your joyful space, so that then you can share that with other people around you. Because again, you're doing yourself a disjustice, injustice, if you just let it go, because it'll happen again. So I want to take this moment, now that we've talked about the different ways that we can identify toxic positivity, when now that we've identified what positivity even is, it's not expecting perfection. And we've talked about how to recognize when we are trying to be too positive or toxic positivity is coming up and we can stop and retrain ourselves to identify and then flip the conversation. Let's talk about the miracles that we are. And I want to remind myself of some things and I want to remind you as well because I know that if you're here, there are feelings that you feel that are very much in alignment or similar to what I feel sometimes. And 
And as a mom, as an entrepreneur, as someone who is really delighted in inspiring the world and making an impact, sometimes I do expect to always be happy. Sometimes I do expect for things to always go well, or else I'm not practicing what I feel like I'm preaching to the world. And I do have to stop and remind myself as I'm carrying this life within me, this miracle that I have absolutely acknowledged in every way, this baby that's being created, this blossoming miracle in my belly. I was once a blossoming miracle in my mama's belly. And so were you. And we have a purpose in this world. We have a change that we're going to make, whether it's in ourselves, a change that we're going to make for just a couple of people or hundreds or thousands of people. We have a message to share. And when we do it is not defined or maybe even determined yet, but it's going to happen. We were all meant for a greater purpose. And when we lose sight of that, because of certain life situations or circumstances, it can hurt. It can feel like we are completely confused. We don't know what we're doing. Why are we even here? We start to question so many things. But the bottom line is we are still an absolute miracle. I am an absolute miracle. And so are you. And at some point in our lives, whether it was at six years of age or at 12 years of age, 15, 20, 22, we lost complete faith in ourselves. We stopped understanding what miracles we are and what a miracle this whole universe is and all of the possibilities given to us. We start then really constricting ourselves into this bubble that society has created for us. And I want to encourage and remind myself and to remind you that you are so much more, so much more than what anyone has limited you to. If you took today, if you took this moment and said, you know what? I can do so many amazing things. I have so many gifts. I'm going to take action on them. I'm going to write down all of the things I truly love, the things that other people love of me, want from me, that I can give back in any way that I choose. And I'm just going to go do it. I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. I'm going to do it with so much joy, with all of my heart. If it's putting out a new course, if it's teaching people about something that you have done so well that you've mastered in the art or the skill of, if you step out there and put fear to the side, say, hey, fear, today, I'm going to let you sit and watch. I'm going to show you what I'm capable of. I'm going to show you what I can do. And then after that, when I'm done, we can have a discussion about how I can do things differently, or maybe I can try something different. But right now I need you to just sit down and just be quiet and watch me just for a moment. Because the more that you sit fear down and you tell fear to just watch you, the quieter it's going to get. Because it doesn't want to be proven wrong. Just like you don't want to be proven wrong. It's going to happen. Of course, it's life. We don't know everything. But it kind of sucks to be wrong, right? So the more that you're wrong, the quieter you're going to get on that subject and the more you're going to listen and learn. So I want for you to give your fear the opportunity today to sit down and be quiet and learn from you and remind you that you are an absolute miracle. You may not have identified the reason why yet, but you are here for a very specific reason and a very important reason. And you're listening to this still because you believe it, you know it, you know it. 
it is, it might be buried deep down inside you, but it's going to come back out. It's going to shine if you let it. You just need to prove fear wrong one tiny action at a time, one tiny step at a time, and fear will get quieter and quieter. And fear will take a back seat and fear will watch. So what is it that you're going to do today? What are you going to take action on? Is it as simple as creating your first TikTok video? Is it as big as writing your first page to your book? Is it as exciting as pitching to that podcast or to that organization or that sponsor that you've always wanted to work with or reaching out to your dream client. Oh my gosh. And letting them know how much you love what they do and how you can be of major support to what their mission is. Or is it just telling your child, I love you so much. And I believe in you as much as I believe in myself, as much as you believe in me, I believe in you. Whatever that message is, whatever that thing is that you need to and want to do that you've been putting off, you can do it today. You have the strength to do it today. You have all of the resources to do it today. And so do I. And so I'm going to step out there. I'm going to do it. I'm going to share. I didn't stop myself from creating this podcast. This is something that means so much to me. I hope that means something to you. And if it does, I would appreciate it if you share it with a friend, if you hit the subscribe button, if you connect with me on social media so we can continue having this lovely conversation. But I want to know what you're doing. I want to know what you're getting into. How can I support you in your mission and your impact that you're going to make in this world today. So no more feeling guilty about not feeling positive. No more feeling guilty about not being in a good mood. No more feeling guilty for feeling bad. We're humans. So thank you so much for joining me. You mean the world to me. I'm here to, again, remind you that there are no limitations to the freedom that you can have around time, energy, and money. And we can work on building your confidence, your clarity, and consistency to be able to live your best in love, life, and business. All right. I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll see you again next week, but hopefully in between then all around social and let's get inspired. Thank you so much for joining me for another powerful conversation on all things positive, inspiring, enlightening, and powerful in relation to love, life, and business. I hope that you took something really important away from this conversation. Maybe you'll be able to take some action, but if you're not ready to end the conversation here, don't forget you can always join me on social media. Find me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, or YouTube at Inspired Lollibu. That's Inspired L-O-L-I-B-U for love, life, and business. Thank you so much again for listening. I so appreciate your support and I'd love to know your thoughts and comments. Leave them below or send me an email at min, N-H-I-E-N, at rainbowreveal.com. I will read every single email that comes in and I am always on social in my comment section and replying and showing love again like i always say to my community and to my tribe uh, i love and support each and every one of you thank you so much for being here and supporting me we'll see you next time